podcast, You Are More. I'm Amy, I'm your host, and I'm excited to have today Heather Solomon, who is not only a dear friend to me, she's a client to me. I met her several years, I mean, when we were selling your house, right? Yeah. And then we had like this instant connection. Mm-hmm. And so um, over the last five, six, seven years, we've had, you know, lots of, of time to connect. And, and I've really watched her and watched her life and seen such progress and such a change um, from who I met eight years ago and who I had kind of known of to who she is today. And so this is actually a very spontaneous podcast. We were uh, with each other this morning and she made a couple comments and I said, okay, let's go. We're recording this. And so I'm throwing her completely on the spot and she's a rock star. So Mm -hmm. I'm honored to have her on my podcast. And she is the mom of two amazing children, a husband to Steve. Uh, She's a rock star in Arbonne. And uh, she's really living her best life. And today we had a conversation and she started to reveal some things to me that are keys that can unlock things for you. So this whole thing is you are more, you are more, you are more. But how do you get to that you are more life? How do you get to the point where you're manifesting the desires of your heart? So take it away, Heather. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your story. Okay. So, wow. I'd love that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really interesting when you start to see how people see you. Mm -hmm through their eyes because we don't Mm -hmm. we don't we always see our faults we always see our downplays we see all the things that we want to improve on Mm -hmm. um and so i think you know i to to take you like way back for two seconds you know i i grew up in wisconsin Mm -hmm. i uh grew up in a single parent home Mm -hmm. i went in the navy Mm -hmm. after high school not because i'm a hero but because i didn't have very many choices Mm -hmm. so i had really bad GPA, 1.86, not proud of it, but it's what it was. So my choices were a canning factory or the military. So I didn't have a lot of choices. So I picked the military because it was going to at least get me out of Wisconsin. I'd never left before. Mm -hmm. So I went in the military. I got out of the military, met my husband, and I got married. And so I was really fortunate to meet, like, seriously, my soulmate out of of the military. And um, he always had belief that things would just always work out. Mm -hmm. He just always did. And I remember being very cynical and very critical and all the things that go along with that because mm-hmm. I was like, things just don't work out. Like you have to, you have to work really hard and you have to do all these things and, I'm, and you do, yeah. right? Um, but what I found as I started going through is that um, we started building this great life together. Mm-hmm. And I was a stay-at-home mom for 16 years before I found Arbonne. And I loved being a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about it. I loved investing all of my time into my kids. But then I started finding that, you know, when you start investing all that time into your kids sometimes, um, sometimes you lose what the two of you had a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. or a lot of bit. And mm-hmm. what I decided going into it then when I started discovering that was, one, I was going to make sure that my husband was always number one. Mm-hmm. And I know some... That's, that's, a, that's a good word right there. Number one, right? Yeah. And yep. so... Because here's the thing, we're teaching our children all the things, mm-hmm. but what we need to teach them is what marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. We need to teach them what marriage looks like. We need to teach them what respect looks like. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want my kids leaving the house uh, thinking it was a partnership, yeah. that it was just something that we did for yeah. them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to leave at the end of all of it, and you're going to be alone looking at each other trying to figure out what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and they do because mine are gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know uh, it's true. Yes. My, my children are uh, 28 and 21, and they are, they've flown the nest. They have, you know, gone to different parts of the country. They're living their best lives. And I think it's us being intentional on showing them what that looks like. Mm-hmm. 
And so I uh, was a stay-at-home mom, and I loved it. I, I was really pushing into the whole marriage thing, and I loved all of that. And trust me, nothing's perfect. We did not have the perfect marriage. But my children knew he was first. So then, um, eight years ago, I was introduced to a company that I thought was weird, and I thought you had to be weird. Mm -hmm. And I thought people had to run from you in order to do this. Mm -hmm. And I found that if I could just be authentic and realistic and me, mm -hmm. I, could, I could do this. Mm -hmm. And so... What it brought with me was a slew of cheerleaders mm -hmm. that truly just wanted to see the best in me. Mm -hmm. and, and I started becoming who I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I, was, I started leaving all the things behind that didn't serve me. Mm -hmm. And I started trying to help people be seen and be heard. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that, you know, at the time, we didn't really need the money. Mm -hmm. But what I needed was me. And I feel like if more, I, my, my purpose in life is just to empower women. Mm -hmm. It just is. I think that women, we are wonderful creatures and we give so much. Mm -hmm. But the person that we have to give the most to is us mm -hmm. or we can't be the most for anybody else, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So it, is, it has just been something that I have worked on so hard. And, and I've had so many lessons along the way. And, and I know we were just talking about um, one of my girlfriends. She had actually, I was in a spot, and I was mad about where I was at, and I wasn't getting any further, and why is this happening? And I remember she said, you know, if you can't be grateful for what you have already, she's like, why would God give you more? And I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Like, it just smacked me, mm -hmm. you know? And I thought, I need to take a look around at what I have because I have a lot. Mm -hmm. I have so much abundance and the crazy part is, is once I started becoming super, super grateful mm -hmm. for all of the things that I did have, mm -hmm. more just kept coming. Mm -hmm. And it was like, like we had said this morning when we were talking, it was like scarcity went away. Uh -huh. You know, a, a small mindset went away. And it was like, I can create this. Mm -hmm. I can create whatever this is. And it's, and I, like I said, I want to make women see who they are. Mm -hmm. And I want to empower them. I want to take mommy guilt away. I'd love to just take that, throw it in a little ball, and throw it right in the trash. Mm -hmm. Because I think that women downplay so much of who they are. Mm -hmm. And I think if they could figure out who they were, they would just rise. And then everybody around us rises, mm -hmm. you know? You made an interesting point um, this morning. You said, well, I, we were talking about the fact that there are a lot of single moms or a lot of uh, stay-at-home moms out there. And they get their kids raised, and they've done all this stuff, and they sow all their energy into it. And then at the end of the day, they're left just empty. Yeah. And they have no, they, they don't really have their identity anymore. Yeah. They don't have their purpose anymore. And you talked about how a few years before your kids were flying the coop, and, and you started to realize that. Yeah. Like, who am I going to be? Yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting. I have a friend who, when her last one left, just I think it was a year or two ago, she looked at me in my driveway, and she said, everything I have worked for just walked out the door. My whole life's work just walked out the door. And I don't even know what to do now. And I thought, I am so grateful that I have been on this journey and tried to figure out what I'm good at, mm -hmm. all the things. You guys remember, I didn't go to college. I went in the military. I got out. I met Steve. I was able to, you know, not have to work outside of the home. So in my head, I couldn't do anything outside of the home that was worthwhile. Right. Right. And it doesn't have to be something outside of the home that gives you worth or gives you an identity. But I think finding that mm -hmm. 
it's going to crush you when your kids leave. There's no doubt about it, but you can decide how much that's going to crush you. Mm -hmm. And that is entirely up to you. So when my first one left, I had just started my business and I cried every day for two months. Mm -hmm. I was just devastated when he left. Mm -hmm. Um, When my second one left, I cried. I was really, really upset. But I had purpose outside of that. I knew who I was. I was still on a mission to create more and nothing was slowing me down. Mm -hmm. And I think she saw that, mm-hmm. and that inspired her. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I don't want people to just be, look at me as AJ and Madeline's mom and Dr. Solomon's wife. Yeah, I needed to be me. I needed to have my identity. And when I found that, I could help other women find it. Mm-hmm. I love men, don't get me wrong, but I really want to empower women. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think it's so important to know who you are, where you're going, that it doesn't end when they turn 18. You know, it, it, it honestly is just the beginning. And I will tell you, empty nesting has been an adventure. It has been so much fun. We are living our best life. We sold our big house, and we moved into a smaller house, and we are loving it because it's provided us so much freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's like the more we just keep going. Yeah. Heather, tell me this, because you've created an amazing life for yourself. Tell me what kinds of thought patterns you had to, or thought systems or voices in your head that you had to literally basically tell, go to hell and keep mm-hmm. moving. All of my limiting beliefs. Uh-huh. Um, well, one of them was that I couldn't create it, mm-hmm. that our life was because of my husband. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to squash that. Yeah. Like, you know, the cars we have, the house we drive, you know, all the things, like, that it was because of him. Yeah. And it is. It is. But it's also because of me. Mm-hmm. And then I also had to put to bed all the, that I couldn't have a career because I didn't have a proper education. Mm-hmm. I had to put to bed that people wouldn't listen to me because they didn't think they knew what I was talking, or I didn't think. They wouldn't think you knew what you were talking Thank about. Thank you. See? You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think I had to just put to bed the idea of who I thought I was and create the woman I wanted to be, mm-hmm. the woman that I wanted people to see me as and the woman that my husband deserved. Mm-hmm. Tell me this. I think I know the answer because I think it's just a pattern. Mm. I would assume that some of your friendships and the people that you associated with and became close to also shifted. It did. It did a lot. Um, It did a lot. It was, well, when I started my business, you know, the network marketing, um, some people just couldn't understand it. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's just okay. Um, as I started to grow, mm-hmm. what I found is that not everybody is going to be on that same path as you. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it worse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them less than or me more than. Mm-hmm. It just made it different. Mm-hmm. And so I started seeking out people that could fill my cup too. Mm-hmm. And I started having different conversations. Mm-hmm. And I quit talking you know, about people. And I quit doing the things that brought my energy back down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've got a, a completely different circle of friends. I love my old friends, mm-hmm. and, they're st- and I would still consider them near and dear. Uh-huh. It just shifts. Mm-hmm. It does shift because you shift, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that you are looking for people that want to grow with you. Mm-hmm. 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 It's so interesting, I think, when, you, when your mind shifts, then the world opens up and you start to have different relationships. 
and different access. Different conversations. Different conversations, completely different conversations. Mm -hmm. And those conversations just keep leading you to different conversations. Yeah. And I, I look at your life and I see your, the, that um, it's becoming broader and brighter and wider and more abundant, mm -hmm. right? And you've had to walk through things. Yeah. You weren't handed anything on a silver spoon. No. Even marrying your amazing husband, mm -hmm. you still weren't handed anything on a silver spoon. This has all been a deep personal work that you've done mm -hmm. on the inside, changing the interior of how you think, how you perceive, who you are. In the, you know, you're not just Steve's, Steve Solomon's doctor's wife, right? Right. right. It's just not who you are. No. It's part. Yeah. But it's not who you are at all today. Right. Right. And I think, you know, one of the things for me is I look at a lot of things of what not to do. So I always say I'm going to write that book, What Not to Do. Um, and, you know, my mom was a single mom. I didn't meet my dad till I was 10. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have anywhere to go to look at what a healthy marriage looked like. And so I had to go out and search that out. And if you don't listen to Dr. Laura, here's her plug because she's amazing. And seriously, I'm a better mom and a better wife and all the things because I listen to her daily. My children grew up in the car listening to it. But I, I've always been a podcaster, talk radio junkie, because I knew what I wanted was on the other side of what I didn't have, yeah. right? So I yeah. needed to go figure out how to get that. And I feel like I've always done that. So I didn't know how to be. I never saw a marriage work, mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, how do I make this work? Mm -hmm. Like, what do I have to do? Oh, I put him first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, and then, you know, how do I, you know, I had a great mom, but I didn't even know what a, a father and a child were supposed to look like together. Yeah. And so I remember many times, honestly, this was huge for me, was when he was spending too much time with the kids, I was jealous. Yeah. Because I didn't know that that's what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. And then I just remember sitting there one day and being like, oh my gosh, this is healthy. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. not avoiding me. He's just being a great dad, Yeah. you know? And so yeah. it, it was just me constantly searching out, what do I like in my life? Great, make it better if you can. Mm -hmm. What don't I want? Mm -hmm. And I always just went like, if I don't like that, how do I change it? Mm -hmm. So it was always like, what not to do? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, that I just kept trying to fill that and make them. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? So your path and your, your movement forward has always been laced with action. Yes. Right? Yes. It's the only way we do move forward mm -hmm. is decisive, aggressive, intensive, purposeful action. Right. And you made some decisions last year. You guys built an amazing home mm -hmm. and your dream home. Yeah. Right? You poured a lot into it as your dream home. Mm -hmm. And things started to shift in you. My priorities changed, uh -huh. you know, and then our children left because they do. And, um, and when they left, uh, they went to different places and I knew that it wasn't going to be their home away from home anymore. And their, their schedules are so busy that we knew we would be going to them. Mm -hmm. You know, we spent last uh, Thanksgiving in Philadelphia mm -hmm. in a Chinese restaurant instead of at home, you know, with me cooking. And it was great. We had so much fun. And yeah. It was just being flexible and being able to just like pivot essentially when things are changing. Uh -huh. And so we did, we built this big, beautiful home and we thought this is it. And I could see my grandkids. I, I even built in bunks for the grandkids. And they were amazing. Yeah, the bunks are, no grandkids, but the bunks are, <laughs> right? And I just saw that that probably, I could hold on to that mm -hmm. and wish for it, but it wasn't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And so how could I then move forward 
to the next stage because I feel like it just stages keep coming and if we resist it we make things worse by not just allowing the flow to come Mm -hmm. like just allow it all to come and and so yeah so we sold the house and we moved into a smaller home and here's the thing when when we started to actually work on getting it sold right there was moments of panic Mm -hmm. oh what are we doing Uh, I don't know if we should do this okay so I know where you're going (laughs) okay (laughs) oh she's gone so it did. So I, I kind of give you a brief little of my of my childhood. Um, this was the first house that ever felt truly like mine. Mm-hmm. And I had a really hard time releasing my heart from it. Mm-hmm. But then I realized my heart never belongs in a thing. Yeah. And so people would come and look at the house, but I feel like they couldn't love it because it was already attached to me. Heather, you're so Heather, and Heather, Heather. I mean, it was mine. Yeah. And they, they couldn't feel the vibration mm-hmm. of the house because it was mine. Mm-hmm. And when I decided, my husband and I had long talks about what our life needs to look like or what we want it to look like, it didn't include that house. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, it's just a thing. I don't need this. And it was amazing that when I released it, mm-hmm. because it wasn't part of me, mm-hmm. it was just part of something we did, mm-hmm. It sold. Mm-hmm. It sold like that. Mm-hmm. And then everything else started coming. And it was just like releasing the things that don't serve you and allowing everything to come. Mm-hmm. And it was just like manifesting. It was manifesting what we wanted. And Steve and I sat down and we were like, what, what does it need to look like for you to retire? Yeah. Like, what does that actually look like? And he, you know, kind of went through and I'm like, no, we need tangible things, like check the box things. What does that look like? And he came to me in a couple days and he's like, here's some of my check the box things. Yeah. And so we're like, well, how do we make that happen? Mm -hmm. And we just kind of released and allowed and everything just started spiraling. Mm -hmm. You know, things started happening that were providing abundance in other places and your whole entire heart shifted. Mm-hmm. It did. Like what your wants and needs were, everything, your heart completely shifted. Because mm-hmm. talking to you today mm-hmm. versus talking to you a year ago, yeah, it's 100% different. Mm-hmm. There was a fear, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? You had a lot going on. And now talking to you today, you're like, well, we just bought this, we just bought this house, and we have this opportunity. Yeah. And it's all just opening up before me. But there was this real big wall that you had to walk through. Yeah. And it's real. Yeah, it's real. It's a real, those feelings are real. And they're scary. And they're scary. Mm-hmm. And I just, when I'm thinking about you, Heather, I'm like, every time you pick up the phone to make a phone call, or you put a video out there, you put yourself out there all the time, you open yourself up yeah. for rejection, for criticism, for whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You just keep going. Yeah. I've watched you just keep going. Yeah. I'm not saying you haven't had a down day. Oh, I've had a down day. Yeah, but I'm just saying I've watched you continue just to go on and on and on. And you've soared to great heights in Arbonne. It's providing an amazing life for you. And I love what it's doing for your daughter, just mm-hmm. seeing you soar. Yeah. Right? You're changing the trajectory of her life, just seeing you soar. Yeah. You know, I just, one of the things about our company is that we really, really push personal development. Mm-hmm. And I was so against it. I was, I was like, I don't need some self-help book to tell me who I need to be and but it's not what it is. And so anybody resisting it doesn't truly understand what it is. It's truly just how do I become the best version of myself? Mm-hmm. Not looking back like I need a book because X, Y, or Z happened in my childhood. And maybe you do. Mm-hmm. But 
it was more about growth. It was just all about growth. And when I started doing that, it just started opening the doors. And then once I started realizing that it was me that was holding things back, I can change that. Mm-hmm. Like the one thing I do have 100% in total control over is me. Mm-hmm. I can't control my husband. I can't control my kids. I can't control necessarily the weather. I'd like to. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I can control who I am. And the last thing I ever want to do is get to the end of this life mm-hmm. and, and look back. And that's the one thing I hear the people on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they say is, you know what I wish I'd have done? Mm-hmm. Not going to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want that to happen. I want every ounce of potential that I have to be tapped before I leave this planet. Mm-hmm. And I just... You're singing my song, Heather. I know. I know. <laughs> That's why you and I become such good friends mm-hmm. is because this is what we do when, when we're together. It's just, it's just feeding off of the energy. And I know that I've just gotten started. Mm-hmm. I know that I've just barely tapped my potential. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see what happens and where it goes. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You've done amazing. If you had two thoughts... You, that you think are the most critical two thoughts for, for the listeners, what would they be? Hmm. This is where I get put on the spot. Um, I would say, honestly, that if you, if you want to do something, because I believe intentions are nothing. Mm-hmm. I intended, remember how many times we intended to send somebody flowers or we, mm-hmm. they don't count. Mm-hmm. So if, if there's something you want to do mm-hmm. and you don't know how to do it, mm-hmm. figure out who can help you do it, not how, mm-hmm. right? I just read that book and I love it so much, but it made so much sense. But figure out, you know, who knows how to do this and how can I get there? Mm-hmm. Because they know how, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if there's something you want, just do it. Nothing can hold you back but you. Nothing can hold you back except for you. Mm-hmm. And, gosh, you know what? Be the, be the light in the room. Mm-hmm. Make people feel heard. Mm-hmm. That was something I really had to grow into. I had to not... It didn't need to be about me. I didn't need to shine. Mm-hmm. Because if you can help other people shine, mm-hmm. you'll always shine. It just I want them to shine brighter. Mm-hmm. So I think putting everybody else on that pedestal that you want, I want people to see what I see in them. Mm-hmm. And so if they can shift the focus from themselves to other people, mm-hmm. I think that they'll find that life just gets better. Mm-hmm. Th- th- those are good, good words. That's good counsel. That's just the path. That's the path to a life of abundance mm-hmm. is literally being the lighthouse. And Heather, you're a lighthouse. You're a lighthouse in my life. I appreciate you. I love you. And we always just want you to know, for anyone listening to this podcast, you truly are more. You're more than where you're at. You're more than what you've become. And literally, take the decisive action and get started. As always, we'll be coming back here every single week. If you like it, subscribe to it, share it. We appreciate any kind of five-star review you want to give us. As always, You are more.